You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. My name is Ryan, and I'm an agorist. Today we are talking about elections, memes, and the digital age. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. No, no, stop. Stop it. Stop the music, Ryan. Huh? What are you doing? This isn't techno-agorist. This is Make Liberty Great Again. Oh, (laughs) right, my other show. Okay, I'm fine with it, but uh, don't let Phil hear you say that. Who? Oh, uh, uh, Phil. uh, He's some jarhead, big ego, tiny penis. I think you know him. Dude, I don't know about you, but I've never seen his penis. Well, he likes to use a blow dryer to make sure it's, as he says, nice and dry and dandy uh, while we're recording. I mean, honestly, it was a little awkward the first time, but sadly, you kind of get used to it after a little while. I mean, at this point, it only gets awkward when that old man walks in with his own blow dryer. (laughs) All right, well. Sorry, I hadn't realized he meant so much to you. Would you like me to tell some bizarre story about being in the Marines? Wait, wait, wait. You were a Marine? No, <laughs> I wasn't in the Marines. Goodness, man. Can't make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> no one can. Except for Phil. Welcome to Make Liberty Great Again, the best damn liberty podcast that you've never heard of. Ryan and I will be your guides as we peer into the ridiculous reality of our society and our government. Let's get to it. Welcome to Make Liberty Great Again. I'm your host, Cam Harless, and with me as sometimes is Ryan Burgett of Techno Agorist fame. Let's just jump right into it. You got anything for me uh, for this week, Ryan? Uh, What do we want to talk about? Hey, I have a great story. Did you hear about the lady who got who tattooed her eyes and went blind? I did. You I I saw the picture of this woman. There's something so horrible about a human being that chooses like a a good-looking, beautiful woman who decides, "You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to destroy the fact that I'm beautiful and make myself look like I'm half monster." Yeah, or in her case, all monster. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Except maybe in silhouette, but come on, this isn't fair. She tried to to tattoo her eyes blue. Yes, of course, blue. And wasn't it that she went, you said she went blind, right? Yeah, apparently for three weeks. I don't even know what that means, but she was, I guess she couldn't see for three weeks and now she can. (laughs) Well, that's something. Yeah, I mean, mean, that's like the obvious thing that would happen, but you know, (laughs) I mean, Joseph Mengele didn't have any more luck with it than she did. Ah, yeah. Poor little kids. <laughs> Thanks, Nazi <Cam>. reference. <laughs> Sorry, I try and give something nice and, you know, kind of silly to talk about at first. You know, blindness on a <laughs> mentally disturbed woman, <laughs> and you have to bring it back to torturing children in Nazi Germany. <laughs> hey, we all have we all have the things that we love. <laughs> yes, and... You love strange things. <laughs> I think my next episode is going to be about uh, how I'm a Nazi. Nice, and mine will be about Godwin's Law. <laughs> All right, man, there is a lot that's going on. I don't know if you heard, um, but Epstein didn't kill himself. He didn't? No. 
Huh, imagine that. I haven't seen that on every single meme for the last week or two. <laughs> I personally enjoy those memes. I like making oh, them. Oh, I think they're great. Um, what's great about them is it seems to have kept it in the public eye, which is really good for people who want to know the truth about stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, I after mean, he the... was arrested, he disappeared. No, but everyone stopped talking about him after he'd been arrested. And right. then he died. And right. that could have gone away really fast, and it started to, but people brought it back. Ha <laughs> ha! Three cheers for the internet, man. <laughs> well, not to mention that right after all these memes started going around, uh, Michael Baden, I think his name is, which is like the celebrity, the guy who does autopsies for celebrities, um, he did like O.J. Simpson's wife and a couple other people, JFK somehow, but he, he came out saying that um, the Epstein suicide, the strangulation pattern around his, his neck didn't actually line up with um, suicide as much as it did homicide. A celebrity autopsy guy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what the medical heck examiner. Is that? I have never heard of that before. So he actually looked at all these people? Like, this was the guy who looked at, like, they thought, we're gonna, let's bring in, <laughs> you know, the big guns. Let's bring in the celebrity guy to do Epstein. Right. Yeah, or is he just he... saying what he actually did the examination? Uh, yeah, he didn't examine it. I don't know if he did an examination directly on him or if he looked at the pictures. I think that that probably is the more likely scenario, um, like looking at x-rays okay. and photos and stuff like that, because he's he did one on JFK. He did it on um, Martin Luther King Jr. Who was murdered. OJ Simpson's wife. Yeah. I mean, like all the, all the well, yeah, and by the, probably by, by the, the government. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> That's the point. Uh, I mean, I mean, two out of th what JFK. There's a lot of talk about him. Maybe they just pull him in when the state did it. <laughs> oh, maybe interesting little mixture of people there. Yeah. Wait. But yeah, no. So why so, did the state kill OJ Simpson's ex-wife? Bum bum bum. Because they hate black people. That was pretty. I watched the special on Netflix about that with the Nazi cops. That was pretty nutty. Pretty crazy. The dude hated black people and made up all that stuff, and yeah. I've never said the N-word before. 23-minute audio <laughs> tape of him saying the N-word. <laughs> yeah, that was something else. Okay, back to Epstein. Talk yes. about Epstein. So let me tell you about one of my favorite videos on the internet right now. I don't know if you've seen this, um, but there was a, a guy who trains dogs, like the one um, in the... Trump meme that's been getting a lot of play, um, who was part of the uh, taking out of um, al-Baghdadi. Okay. So he, he was a part of who whichever branch of the military or whoever went in right before al-Baghdadi committed suicide by bomb, allegedly, and then was yeah. magically thrown into the sea, buried into the sea as soon as possible. Of course. Like bin Laden. But yeah, so there was there was kind of a profile on this show about these types of dogs and what they do, and um, the the thing about the video is when I saw, I think we talked about this, um, when I saw the first version of the video, um, it was on a, an article, uh, a corporate press article. Saying, Wait, you're talking about the Fox News video? 
Yeah, the video, the video, you right. know, the video right. where the, the guy, guy doing the PSA about dogs. Yeah, right. Yeah, and but they didn't say he set it up as a PSA, and it was a really funny and smart way to say Epstein didn't kill himself. They what was it that how'd they put it? The the one I saw it said guy randomly blurts out Epstein didn't kill himself on Fox News. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked on that. I was disappointed. I was like, really. Why would someone do that? That's not the meme. And then I opened it up, and he got, does this. He goes, may I quickly, you know, give a, give a, a, a note to the viewers, you know? And the guy goes, oh, oh, yes, you can quickly do that. And he gives this beautiful PSA, you know? And he just, it flows perfectly into, and Epstein didn't kill himself. Bam! I mean, perfect execution. I was so proud of that guy. So good. So good. But yeah, no, I mean, that's the way... The left frames anything that they don't like, especially memes. Um, speaking of, I mentioned the Trump meme. That dog that, if I, if my understanding is correct, that that piece on Fox News was about, was the one that uh, the meme Trump posted of him giving a uh, Medal of Honor to the dog or a Purple of Heart, you know, some... I, I uh, heard about the media thing like the media was fact checking an obviously photoshopped image right i mean but i didn't look at anything past that i just chuckled and moved on because the media is dumb and so it was just kind of a funny picture that trump put up but of course whenever trump posts some sort of meme they fact check it and they (laughs) discount it Uh, this time it was uh, they always use the same type of phrasing they always say that videos or photos are doctored. Mm-hmm. Well, of course it's doctored. It's a meme. It's that's the whole point. Uh, before that was the um, video from Kingsman where they had pasted Trump's head on top of uh, Colin Firth's head when he went to the church and shot it up. Um, I won't give away the movie, but you know, for story reasons. I have not seen that movie, but now I know that Colin Firth shoots up a church full of people. <laughs> Westboro Baptist Church style people. Oh, so that makes it okay. Sounds yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, murder's okay if we don't like the Might people. Might as well we're kill murdering. their children too. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I mean, at least sterilize them. Um, yeah, something. But no, anything. so 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 that one that was a doctored video uh, when uh, <laughs> Count Dankula was no, was it Count Dankula who did it? There was a memer. I can't remember his name. But he put up a video when the Biden st- sniffing meme was going around really strong uh, <laughs> of Biden going behind himself and sniffing himself. <laughs> wow. And Trump shared that. So they, they started calling it a doctored video. That's, <laughs> there's this weird, like, it's the corporate press is the enemy of the we people. We have proven this to be false. <laughs> Good for you. It's, it's how they function. I mean, the, right. and I Trump's say just it, messing with them. It's so darn easy. I know it's ridiculous, and that's that's the beauty of it. Is it so? It makes well the one of the the greatest thing about Trump is that he has just bulldozed. Um, he's bulldozed the Bush dynasty. He bulldozed the Clinton dynasty. He's delegitimized the the uh, office of the president. He makes fun of these people <laughs> outwardly and makes them. Yeah, I mean, it's he's the troll in chief, and it's it's my favorite thing. But he he makes it so apparent that the corporate press is has an agenda it's not that they're biased it's not well, that of course they... they're biased everyone's biased right. it's impossible to not be biased that's not the problem yeah it's not that they're they're biased that's not the big issue the issue is that they have an agenda 
they have right. something that they are shooting for. They have something that they are going towards, which is, um, I don't know if you've heard of Minchus Mulbug's Cathedral. Very interesting subject matter. I don't even know what you just said. Listen or read The New Right by Michael Malice. He goes through all of this. Fascin- fascinating book. I do oh, highly recommend okay. that. Um, but that's the thing. The, the, the corporate press, this is what they do. They try to make, over and over again, I see, I see this happen every day. They frame things darkly so that they change the way the common people see things. And it's not a bias. It's not, oh, I accidentally put up a video of the Kentucky shooting range machine gun event. That's that's Syria. I just <laughs> thought it's Syria. Else. Um, I mean, it's there. All of these, I, I, yeah, they just happen to cut off all the cell phones in the bottom part of the video. Yeah, the obvious regular American folks with cell phones watching it, having a blast. Yeah, accidentally cut that off. You don't take the whole bottle, but you have to take at least one red pill. And of all of them, I recommend noticing the corporate press as for what they are. I mean, and it's 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 one of those things. Sure. That I hear a lot on, even on the right and conservative circles, and even some libertarians will talk about how, you know, we can't, you can't even trust the New York Times anymore. You can't even trust blah, blah, blah anymore. It's like, okay, <laughs> shut up, because anymore doesn't work, anymore? because you've never been able to trust these people. They've made you think that. They made you think Walter Cronkite was good, or that there were three different channels you could watch and right. get unbiased coverage or know where you're where the bias is whatever or remember it used to be like sports teams we were always uh you know uh, peter jennings yeah. at home always had to listen to peter jennings peter jennings was the best unlike right you know the guy on cbs or the guy on nbc <laughs> boy have times changed we have communication now i can understand someone from the left saying something like we used to be able to trust the new york times or the washington post which I didn't even get into how they eulogized um, al-Baghdadi. That was fantastic. Oh, that was amazing. Washington Post. <laughs> WAPO. Esteemed religious scholar. Austere right. religious scholar. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't they change it, though? Wasn't it originally, you know, something Oh, yeah, no, that, that, that was what it was first. They called Dice? him austere religious scholar and... Then they, they had to change it to make it seem less like they were eulogizing him. Oh, so it's the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They, Boy, they had sad. to hide it again. But that's the thing. Like you, you, I, I could understand it if the left was like, well, we, we used to be able to trust the New York Times. But it's when I hear like people from the right or libertarians say stuff like that or, oh, you know, there's a bias. C- give me a break. In the 1930s, um, I forget the guy's name, um, Walter... I'll have to look it up, but he, there was a reporter for the New York Times that went over to the Soviet Union and wrote pieces in the New York Times that were either pro-Stalin or gave excuses for things that Stalin did. Nice. There is no, there was a time when we could trust insert channel or paper here. Doesn't exist. The Ukrainians chose to starve themselves. Right. Right. The, <laughs> right. <laughs> I read a lot of that in, yeah, Liberal Fascism. That was a good book. But they go through a lot of that, the media people. 
fawning over the fascists and the communists in the in the 20s and 30s. It was a weird time. But, you know, it's not that weird considering they're still doing it today. Right. And that's and that's the crazy thing is there are people out there that who I I know consider themselves to be quote unquote red pilled and to see past the government schemes, but then they'll just fly into this like they don't even realize it, but they're they're actually defending the left. They're defending what Michael Malice calls the cathedral. They're defending evangelical leftism and they okay. don't even realize it. And so like I'll I'll hear people say little things like that and I just it's it's like when I hear there are a lot of phrases that if I hear them, I uh, cringe on the inside. Voluntary taxes. <laughs> That's one of them. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is one of them. But yeah, no, so Trump is a troll. Let's get back to the task at hand here. Did, have, you, have you paid attention to his tweets regarding the Democrats that are running for president? I hadn't until this morning when you sent me a pile of them. They made me <laughs> chuckle. This guy's amazing. I mean, in, in that sense. He's also a murderer. So just, you know, well, put yeah. it in context. Well, yeah, he's a murderer. He murders but, people. You know. But he also makes some nice tw- tweets. <laughs> Welcome to 2019, the value scales. <laughs> On the one side, there's the murders. On the other side, there are the tweets. Right. Well, and, that's, and that's the thing. Regardless of who the president is, he's going to be he or she. <laughs> Good job, Cam. Is going to be a murderer. So if if they're going to be a murderer anyway, I might as well enjoy the trolling that they do while they're at it. Okay. <laughs> so so do you have these tweets? tweets? I have them. Should I read them in my Trump voice or should I read them like a normal human? Go ahead, Trump. <laughs> the Dow is down 573 points, perhaps on the news that Representative Seth Moulton, whoever that may be, has dropped out of the 2020 presidential race. <laughs> Seth Moulton. I've never heard of that guy. I haven't either. <laughs> um, one of one of the um, one of my favorites because it's so simple and boomer is uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. I don't know if you knew much about her, but uh, she was one of the women who ran for president, and she's like America's um, ex-wife. Is the way oh. <laughs> the best way to describe her? <laughs> no, I didn't follow her. And his tweet for her was. A sad day for Democrats. Kirsten Gillibrand has dropped out of the presidential primary. I'm glad they never found out that she was the one I was really afraid of. <laughs> ah! Nice. <laughs> but yeah, there, there are several of these. Uh, bl- no, I love the Bill de Blasio one. Yeah, I'll <laughs> just read it normally. He goes, oh no, really big political news, perhaps the biggest news in years. Part-time mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, who was polling at a solid zero but had tremendous room for growth, has shockingly dropped out of the presidential race. NYC is devastated because he's coming home. (laughs) They're they're so much fun to read, partially because they're such boomer insults. You know what I mean? Like that? They're they're, they're devastated that he's coming home. So boomer. Mm -hmm. So boomer. It, Golly, you know, like some of them are barely even worth mentioning. Tim Ryan, who is probably the most boring-looking and boring-sounding person I'd ever heard on a debate stage. Even his name is boring. Yeah, Tim I, Ryan. Yeah, what kind of name is on. Ryan? <laughs> really? Uh, but yeah, his his most recent one was uh, Beto. When Beto came, uh, decided he was no longer going to be running for president. Oh no, Beto just dropped out of the race for president, despite him saying he was born for this i don't think so 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> How many murders do these ones make up for? Uh, none. But hey, levity is what, the spice What if they're dark skin? <laughs> isn't that isn't that the scales it's supposed to supposed to be? Yeah. Well, I think you know. Yeah, the murders the murders bad. I'm very against that. That's like my number one issue of all time ever. But we have the president is a living meme, and true. One of the things he did by being the troll in chief, by campaigning the way he did by getting the kind of followers and everything in the 2016 um, election was, I mean, he destroyed how elections are run. Right. Because he, I mean, those memes reached out to Generation Z, who I think they they just started being able to vote, but it hit the millennials. It hit a lot of people who felt disenfranchised by, like who, people who didn't want Mitt Romney or Hillary Clinton. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Mitt Um, Romney, talk about a disaster. But that's what's beautiful. He's changed the whole way elections work. He's changed how people get votes now. I'll let you tell the good news that the about the left finally catching up to me. Well seriously, no, he set he set the stage. (laughs) All right. He he set the bar. And now with this new election, there are some real challengers coming his way. Elizabeth Warren now has a meme team, literally called <laughs> Warren's Meme Team, w- WMT. They shorten it. Oh, God. WMT. They have a website, Warren's Meme Team.com. They have a Warren's Meme Team uh, Facebook page. They have Warren's Meme Team on Facebook, GitHub, Instagram, Reddit. GitHub. Yeah. GitHub. Yeah, did you see what they're doing over there on GitHub? Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> no, but seriously, on GitHub, they have one repository called WMT-app. Presumably Warren's Meme Team app. <laughs> what is a Warren's Meme Team app? I don't of course, know. it's empty. There's no readme. There's no nothing. There's five issues. So I clicked over there. It made me chuckle. So one person posted, no memes. Where are the memes? Another guy, where are the memes? And then another person, this repo is actually a great idea. <laughs> and then, yeah, this itself is a meme. That's correct. That's I think I know what they're doing because they're on GitHub because they're making, they're making technology. They're making an app. I think what they're, what they're going to do is they're going to make an augmented reality filter that makes <laughs> Elizabeth Warren an actual Native American. Whoa. Yeah, they're going to play into her strengths. Well, I did see that there's this bizarre picture at the top of her Facebook page. You can do a lot with two cents, and it shows <laughs> like three dozen pennies. <laughs> I have no idea why so many what pennies. It is or why it's, I know, or what that... <laughs> weird pixelated thing is off in the corner it's <laughs> just bad it says top of a mock-up for a you can do a lot with two cents ar filter oh my god wait that's what is an ar filter like augmented reality yeah so an a- a- ar is like i don't know if you've ever i mean i know what AR- i know what augmented reality is but what does that have to do with this <laughs> i don't know if you, have you ever been on snapchat no do i look like a teenage girl <laughs> sometimes on snapchat they have a couple of different augmented reality filters. So, one of them is a dancing hot dog. Oh. Still haven't figured wow. out what that's for. I really wish I was on Snapchat now. 
What else but, am I missing? Right. I have no idea. I, I, I'm hoping that it's just going to be a dancing Elizabeth Warren. Because the fun thing about those is you can like put them in your hand. You can, you know, put them on your butt. You can do anything to, to completely humiliate Elizabeth Warren. I really hope that's what we're going for here. <laughs> but what does it mean? You can do a lot with two cents. <laughs> Okay, you can do a lot of two cents. Is that a phrase? It, uh, yes, it's one of her, her phrases. Her whole thing is that the, the tax rate should change for the ultra-rich, and anyone who makes over a certain amount of money should have to pay a tax of two cents per dollar that they make after a certain threshold. Dollar they make or, yeah, or dollar so, they hold? Because people already pay more than 2% in taxes. Right, I, th- I guess it would be an, in addition to what they're paying now. I'm not I'm not okay. entirely sure how it would work because Well that'll solve all the government's problems. Right. It's so <laughs> boring, it's stupid. Um but on top of that, it's just they're trying to make these like wonky leftist positions colloquial and I don't know, memorable. And so you can do a lot with two cents is like one of her catchphrases. It's awful. And what why <laughs> it really is. Why in a quote unquote meme about it would you put thirteen cents on it? You put two pennies. I mean, it, there's there's no logic to this, but it's I I I'll be honest. I've been saying for a while now that I think at the end of the day it's going to be um, Warren versus Trump in the oh, that would uh, be amazing election, man. which I'm fine with because I she could not handle that man. It'd be amazing. It would be so fun. I mean, it's oh not it's it's not really what I want. What I want is there are rumors. Apparently, someone from the Clinton staff has said that Hillary Clinton is looking at running again. <laughs> that would be so sad. <laughs> oh, but apparently, she's looking into it because they're, they the the idea is that all of they the need a savior, yeah, all of the de- the Democratic hopefuls so far have been so uninspiring and bad that they can bring Hillary Clinton in in the last moment and she'll she'll win the day. And I want nothing more, Ryan. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> it would be wonderful to watch her get trounced again. Oh that my would god! Be absolutely hilarious. I mean, very entertaining. Uh, I mean, it all wouldn't I make want. our lives any better, but it would still it would be fun to watch. You know, that's all I care about. Because it's like, give us a show. Yes. We're sinking anyway. Give us a show. Dance, monkey, dance, <laughs> dance for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, God, meme team. Oh, there we go. Well, I mean, but seriously, after they roll out the memes, then they won't need Hillary. I was looking at their document. They have like this Warren's meme team plan. It's a Google Doc, and they have lots of emojis because the young folks are all into emojis. So if you use emojis, that'll that'll get them on your side. So she'll have all the young people for in no time. Ah, uh, God. Well, let me let me pivot. I was just about to ask you who your favorite candidate for the LP presidential candidacy nomination whatever is (laughs) but i i can't tell you all of them or even some of them i think kokesh is kokesh is running again and there's um i think her name's lauren ruff and the only reason i i i'm not sure about kokesh but the reason i know that this i think her name's lauren lauren ruff is running is because i um i made fun of her on twitter and she started talking to me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whoa you're in the big leagues now hanging out with lp presidential hopefuls man oh man <laughs> yeah she 
someone, and it was so funny because I was just trolling someone else because there was some tweet about who do you think should be the the libertarian presidential candidate? And my answer is no one. Um, Amen. But uh, someone was like, oh, rough, uh, rough Phillips. I think they're, she already picked out her vice president or something. And I was like, oh, the LP is running a dog. That would be awesome. I mean, honestly, <laughs> at this point, if the LP ran an actual dog, that would be a statement. And so I had tw- tweeted something kind of jokingly towards that guy, kind of mildly trolling. Mm-hmm. And she came in and she was like, well, I'm not a, I'm not a dog, but I'd love to earn your vote. Oh, good luck. <laughs> yeah, such a political thing to say. I mean, at least she wasn't, you know, the super offended type, you know. What are you implying about me? Who do you think you are as a white male saying these things to me? She, but- was, she was actually very nice and we had a little back and forth. And uh, I said, hey, if you ever want to talk on my on my show, you know, feel free to let me know. And she'd said something about December. So uh, if you're listening to this, Lauren Ruff, which Ruff. I know you're not, thank you for that interaction. And we'd, we'd definitely love to have a conversation. Maybe you can, because <laughs> last election talked me out of ever voting again, and maybe you can talk me back into it. Doubt it, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but did he hear, I mean, seriously, I could not care less about libertarian party anything at this point yeah no, but I, it I, mm. did surprise me when i saw scott horton share that jacob hornberger is running do you have, are you familiar with J- jacob hornberger it's a name i've heard and i i honestly i don't know why um I, unless <laughs> he's been on the tom woods show or something i don't i don't know or i've maybe tom woods has mentioned him no idea. Everybody's mentioned him. Yeah. The dude's been published on, you know, at Mises tons of times. He's been a guest on Scott Horton's show, you know, multiple times. He started the Future for Freedom Foundation. What a great URL, by the way, that would make. FFF. Well, that's what it is. F-F-F. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is such a memeable URL. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, man, this the LP presidential candidate is not going to win. Let's just get let's just take that off the table. Yeah. They're not going to win. They're not going to be president. They're not going to beat the Democrats and the Republicans. They're not going to be in the White House, you know, ending the Fed, you know, at the end of, at the beginning of 2021. That's just that's just not going to happen. Okay? The only the the best that a libertarian candidate could do, presidential candidate could do is just present people with a different paradigm. You know, challenge people to think outside of the box, to to open their minds a little bit. And Trump actually did a shockingly good job, at least at the beginning of his campaign doing that. You know, yeah. asking really hard questions about the wars and things that people, especially in the Republican Party, hadn't necessarily talked about <laughs> since Ron Paul stepped off the stage. Right. He brought this stuff, he really brought this stuff back into the party. The same people who were rabid for wars during George W. Bush's years, those same boomers, you know, here they are voting for Trump saying, bring the troops home. <laughs> like, that's pretty amazing. And he wasn't even a libertarian. Who was a libertarian candidate last time? <laughs> Talk about a freaking joke, man. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard is doing that now in the Democratic Party. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, that's great. I, I love it. I, She's I, doing a far better job than Trump is. Oh, absolutely, because <laughs> right you, can, you can tell she actually believes what she's saying. 
or rather not that she i think that trump believes it because he said it enough times but i think what's like i've said so many times is trump doesn't have any central principles and so he he has some good instincts but it's whoever talked to him last that gets the final say in what he does well if that's the case i'm glad that Rand paul has his ear absolutely (laughs) absolutely uh but yeah tell me more about uh hornberger yeah looking at his blog man i just love this stuff this makes me happy i would love to have somebody who talks about these things on the campaign trail uh the titles for his recent blog posts who is responsible for the deaths of those three children in syria another one immigration (laughs) yeah another one immigration controls lead us into temptation another talking about al-baghdadi were the deaths of three children worth it or in search of baghdadi to destroy another the never-ending wars on terrorism and drugs the evils of the drug war lots of just seriously it's all about war and violence and pretty hard-hitting too I know. I, I really appreciate that. I can't really, because I haven't, I really haven't looked that much into him at all. But the, the idea that after we, quote unquote, we, every time someone says we now, my automated response is, uh, take that we shit back to the Soviet Union. <laughs> yeah. But because it wasn't me. Yeah. But, um, we just killed the leader of ISIS. And this guy is actually writing a, an article titled, Were Those Three Children, Children's Deaths Worth It? That's, yeah. that's ballsy. I have to give him that. Because well, most the guy, people are going to say I mean, yes in America, unfortunately. It's a weird, weird paradigm we live in. Yeah. But seriously, if this guy could focus on this message, you know, end the violence, both at home and abroad, drug wars, foreign wars... And the violence. That's a darn good message. I'd love to see that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I always love when a good message gets out there. The hard part for me is that I have zero confidence in the LP. Like, honestly, when, when, you'd said, when you said that he was running for president with the LP, my first thought is, do we really <laughs> want that? Yeah. Well, it does more damage to his brand <laughs> than it does to make the LP better. It's the LP is not going to win. They're just going to embarrass us more. I'm, I, I'm when it comes to the LP, I'm pretty solidly black pilled. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I don't see any good coming from it. I don't see the point. And so I just much rather make fun of it than, I mean, and really one of the problems with the LP. And I think that a lot of America and libertarians and anarchists what they see, no one wants to back a loser, and that's what the mm. LP is. And <laughs> the perpetual losers. Yeah, the LP being a loser is shown no better than when they get. How many percent of the vote did Gary Johnson get? Was it four? I don't know. It was, you know, something. Yeah, it was. It was almost something nothing. respectable, less than five, but it was. I don't know, three. Something it was four. it was a little a little a little more than absolutely nothing. Something that no he won't win. <laughs> yeah, the, the when the leader of the party gets up and touts that as some huge win, nothing tells me that there's it's a loser party more than that. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, more people know about his video with his tongue sticking out, <sighs> you know, than they do about anything that he said on the campaign trail 
or anything he did. Did you know, he say just... anything on the campaign trail? Well, the only thing that I remember him saying was that you should, you know, force the Jewish the Jewish people to bake the Nazi cakes. Right. <laughs> and that if somebody won't bake a cake for somebody, that he'd, you know, stand to the side and watch them go to jail. He wouldn't necessarily have a problem with that. Twitch is like, whoa, really? This is libertarian? Like, wow. He also called, like, religious liberty a black hole or something, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the dude was just nuts. Absolutely. I mean, but I think he was high most of the time anyway. He no said joke. he wasn't, but look at that dude's face, man. Look at God his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't blue, though. <laughs> they weren't yeah, blue. Like that weirdo, uh, weirdo lady. But yeah, like I, I struggle with the concept of wanting anyone to win the LP nomination because I don't, I don't see the point because the body politic of the party is based on how many votes you can get and how you can get elected and how many right. Republican governors they can get to run on the LP ticket. Well, that's generally what they go for. Yeah, they just try and get the Republican, the biggest Republicans and Democrats they can find in order to draw more people, get more votes. But that that's a never-ending cycle that won't actually take them anywhere. There's no way they could actually... They won't no. win elections that way. That God, who was the person, who was the person that... Golly. Oh, it was so ridiculous. Like, don't stop going for Republican governors. I, I, I don't want one. I mean, especially when one of the two Republican governors that you're running for the LP uh, presidential, presidential candidate, or, you know, the LP ticket with both of them, uh, talks about how Hillary Clinton's a good kid and gun to, her, gun to his head, Bill Weld, would vote for Hillary Clinton over Donald Trump. And of course, the guy who was for gun control. <laughs> I'll, I'll give Gary Johnson this though. He Bill Weld said he'd vote for Hillary Clinton, and Gary Johnson said pull the trigger. I'll give him that. That works. Pull the trigger. Yeah. If if a gun to your head, would you vote for Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump? And Gary Johnson said pull the trigger. Oh, pull the trigger. Yeah, that's that wasn't fair. bad. <laughs> but I can't remember anything else that he said that was positive. Well, like I said, if you're gonna have a LP candidate run, which Chances are I won't vote for the LP candidate because I, I don't want to vote for anybody, yeah, especially for it. president. I might vote locally, but whatever. There's basically nobody I could vote for, you know, in a federal election at this point. But if you're going to run, if someone's going to run as an LP presidential candidate, if they could get out some good information, cause a, some people to maybe think a little outside of the box like Ron Paul did to so many of us. I mean, that's what, to a large extent, what got me on this journey. Yeah. But Besides McCain. Either way, just looking, uh, yeah, my <laughs> guilt over him. But if you go to this, go to Jacob Hornberger's site, you know, jacobforliberty.com, he has his positions on all, you know, on all the different major, uh, major issues of the day. And the dude's pretty darn great if you're gonna, if you're gonna put every, put him down into positions like taxation. He says, abolish the federal income tax and IRS. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> People have a fundamental God-given right to keep everything they earn and decide for themselves what to do with it. Sounds good. And then abortion. The guy's pro-life. Okay. Here's where all the libertarians (laughs) freak out. But he admits that the government isn't the way to fix that. Right. Because all the government can do is do more violence. So guess what? (laughs) He's not for the government getting involved 
what he's for is getting the government out. No more government funding of abortions and all these other just just get the government completely out. And then, you know, let people deal with this in their homes, their families, their churches, and then see what happens. But it's not the government's job to bring violence to try and fix violence. Like Jesus said, violence begets violence. It's a it's a never ending cycle. It's stupid. This is the only way the LP should be used at this point. I don't want a president. Amen. But if I have to have presidential candidates that I have to pay attention to or choose to pay attention to because I have a macabre sense of humor, I'd like to have the libertarian up there actually spreading libertarian principles. I would like to see uh, private property vocalized in a good way. I'd like to see people talk about the not Imagine killing that. people overseas. I'd like a strong anti-war voice. You know, it's at this moment in time, the LP thinks that they can win national elections or shoots for 5% when they should be shooting to cha- to be changing the minds and creating libertarians because either you create a million protest votes or you create a million new libertarians, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and really, libertarianism is a lifestyle, man. But, yeah, it's way more than who you yeah, vote for. when you create a libertarian, <laughs> you create someone who creates libertarians. There are people who I know that never thought twice about the concept of liberty or war or anything like that, that since then are now... There's, there's at least one person in uh, my group that I inadvertently brought over to to the side of liberty what's more important those two hillary and trump were the two most disliked presidential candidates of all time and the lp still only got like four (laughs) percent isn't that imagine what could happen if they started giving a real a real understanding of liberty to the masses that could inspire people like you like me people all over America to start thinking, hey, maybe war is evil. Maybe it's mass murder and we should stop calling it with these weird euphemistic names so that we make sure we don't feel too dirty when we talk about killing children. There's always collateral damage in war. Collateral damage, yeah. (laughs) Murdered children. Why don't we start creating people who love peace and then at that point it's, it's just exponential. But He's also just adding on top of adding. Like I love I really appreciate Jacob Hornberger's what he wrote about the environment on his website. Cause this is exactly the kind of thing we need. Because you bring up the environment and most people are like, Oh yeah, we should take care of the environment. You know? These these companies, you know, destroying the forests and destroying the air and polluting the oceans, blah blah blah. But if you read Jacob Hornberger's thing on the environment, he actually laser focuses on where it should be. He points out that the U.S. government owns, you know, about 30% of the land area of the United States. The federal government owns that much. A third of the country. Ridiculous. Well, exactly. And the worst pollution, the worst uh, destruction of the environment happens on government-owned land. When it comes down to it, the people who take the best care of their property are private owners because it's theirs, because they own it, as opposed to the government who it's in their best interest to use it for all it's worth. (laughs) Just like they do the right. the voting population. <laughs> or even if they don't own it, the state is dropping bombs on it. Oh, that too. Or expl- or using or exploiting it in some way. I mean, if you looked at the raw numbers, I haven't checked them, but I would guarantee if you looked at the greatest polluters 
in the world, the state, regardless of where you are in any country, is going to be the greatest polluter. Well, of course, and especially like the, the forests that get stripped. Those are public forests. They're ones where the government says to a company, hey, here, if you pay us this, you can, you know, chop down the trees here. So then the company goes, sweet, I have this much time, I have this much area, I'm going to chop down as many as I possibly can while my license or whatever lasts. <laughs> That's just the way it works. Murray Rothbard wrote about that and so many others have. But yeah, either way, I appreciated that he focused it well. Also, immigration. He, A quote from him, which I appreciated in here, he said, Jacob Hornberger said, like with other socialist schemes, the result of you know, immigration controls, is what the famed economist Ludwig von Mises called planned chaos. The thing is, all the, the immigration chaos, the illegal aliens, the everything, it benefits both sides. It benefits the left and the right. Because the right can do the fear-mongering, saying, ooh, look at all these, these uh, illegal immigrants flooding over the border to rape your daughters. Meanwhile, the left can say, ooh, elect us, because look at all these poor destitute people coming across the border who have no hope. Here, give us more money so we can get the government to take more money so that we can help these people. Both sides use them. Like, what we, yep. what the Libertarian Party should be doing, if anything, hopefully not putting candidates in office who will rule over us, but if, if there's anything they could be doing, hopefully it's this, just making people think helping people see the fact that, oh, both sides <laughs> benefit from these, these absurd policies, you know? They're designed yeah. to oh, keep yeah. them in power. Just, they're never going to fix the immigration system. Of course they won't. They won't make it easier for people to become citizens because no one on the left or right benefits from it. They gain power from the chaos, from the crazy stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's not going to be fixed. No. And honestly, and... In Iran, uh, women are probably still going to be made to uh, wear hijabs in perpetuity, no matter what men do on their Instagram. Whoa, that was slick transition right there. <laughs> I know. I, I segue like Joe Bluth. Nyark, nyark, nyark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, did you see that? Yes, I did. <laughs> Iranian men wearing hijabs in solidaria in solidarity. <laughs> In solidarity <laughs> with women. Yeah. Virtue signaling. I mean, honestly, hearing that there are men in Iran that would like their women, their wives, their daughters, their sisters to not have to cover their hair legally and where they could get punished by the state if they don't. That's good. Yeah. That's nice. I mean, that's great. I'd like to... I'd like to see more um, Muslim men in those areas of the world stick up for their women. Yeah. Um, but do you think that posting a picture of yourself wearing a headscarf is going to do much for you, uh, for, the, for your wife? See, I highly doubt it. It's, I mean, they're framing it in these, like, in this independent article, you know? They're framing it like it's a big protest, but, I mean, a dude posting an Instagram picture with a hijab on his head, that, I mean, is he wearing it to work? You know, is he wearing it out and about? Like, that would cause much more of a uh, of a stir and maybe cause people to turn their heads as opposed to, ooh, look, I post on Instagram. And even here, there's some, you see the dude with the, with the hijab on his head and the wife with her bare hair out. Now, she's actually, 
that's more edgy for her to do that. She's flexing. Yeah, than it is for him. He's he's safe because he's not going to get in trouble for that. But someone could knock on their door and be like, excuse me, get that slut out here. So. Yep. Oh, it's bizarre. I just Are we sure he's not just trans, though? Oh, excuse me. I don't want to offend the poor dude. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it is. Are you a... assuming? Are you assuming the pronouns here? Oh, maybe I am. <laughs> I, it, to a certain extent, it, it feels a little to me like you know the dudes who go to the to the topless protests. You know, you have all the all the young Ugh. topless girls running around, showing you know protesting. Of course, in in areas Sounds that it's like already. A good time. Of course, in areas that it's already you know legal for them to run around topless, like you know New York City. But then you have all the dudes show up, and then in solidarity to the girls, they take off their shirts, you know, or maybe put <laughs> tape on their nipples. It's like, dude, you're not actually helping. <laughs> you're not, I mean, golly. <sighs> we live in a weird world, dude. Honk. <laughs> all right. I think that that was a good conversation. I need to go to bed. <laughs> all right. As always. When Ryan's here, you can find him on Technoagorist, which you can find at mlganetwork.com, technoagorist.com. He's on Twitter and all other sorts of things. Just go to technoagorist.com and uh, click the links, click the buttons. You'll find where he is. Uh, we are at thisismlga.com, and in any social media you use besides the stupid ones like Gab or uh, what's the stupid one? Mines? What's another <laughs> stupid one? Aren't they all Me-wee? stupid? They're all stupid. MeWe's particularly The, the main ones. The main ones. Type in this is MLGA and you'll find us. Right. And one more thing, one more thing I wanted to point out. In my recent episode of Technoagorist, I talked about the importance of DNS security, you know, at home and just in life because the government and everybody can see in plain text every website you visit. So if you guys really care about security, you should really check out that episode. And Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Well, we're happy to be here, and we're happy you're with us. Stay sane.